How are you? Hang on, I'm going to stop you there, Raymond. Before we get going on this week's podcast, this is a little reminder, if you wouldn't mind, to rate and review at the end. You can also subscribe so you automatically get our latest podcast the minute we put it up. I think you mean drop. Drop what? <laughs> did you just say drops? Yes, I did. The podcast drops. It's not land. <laughs> no. I always prefer when you say, hit that subscribe button. Well, whatever you do, make it easy on yourself and subscribe. That's better. Hi there, you're listening to Jenny and Ray at home. I'm Jenny. I'm Ray. And we're at home. You're listening to Jenny and Ray at home. There you go, that's Tom. I think we'll keep that. (laughs) It works, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straightforward. You're very welcome along again. It's Thursday. Thursday. What about people who are listening to this on Friday? Oh, I'm sure there's (laughs) complete confusion. Sure, there's people who start listening to the podcast way back from one year ago. Yes. They start listening yeah. and they're like, what are they talking about? <laughs> we even got an email about that. Somebody was saying it was so innocent because we were like, ah, oh, it'll probably just be locked down for about eight weeks. You know, we were all enthusiastic and, you know, it was all new. Ooh. <laughs> and here we are more than a year on. Yeah, still smiling. The stats are in for how our purchasing of groceries has changed. Oh, since, in the year? Yeah, since the pandemic oh, struck. Go on. Wait till I get this right. Uh, grocery sales in March of 2020 were the greatest on record. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was back when everyone thought the world was ending. Yeah. No toilet roll to be had. No, you stocked up on toilet rolls. Pasta. Tin tomatoes. Yeah, pasta. Yeah, yeah. There's still a lot of that pasta <laughs> up there. <laughs> <laughs> I never got enough anchovies. Yeah. And it's still up. Um, it's 25% on 2019 figures. Yeah. So people obviously are working from home. The pubs aren't open. Alcohol sales have gone up over 20%. Um, and people have to eat at home. They can't eat in restaurants, so they're buying more food, obviously. So that makes complete sense, doesn't it? Of course it does. And you're buying, you're going down to the shop because it's also, that's where you go. Yeah. That's the only place really to go, that and to get a coffee. I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday, uh, a work colleague. Yeah. And she told me that she she got all dressed up to go to Quinsworth. Yes. This is like, this is a new phenomenon. This Does is Quinsworth what happens. Quinsworth still exists? No. Yeah. Super Quinn. No. Tesco. Even Super Quinn doesn't exist. <laughs> she, said, she said Quinsworth. It was, obviously, she it must have been a Quinsworth. It must have now been. Now a Tesco. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, that is like sometimes it's, uh, you, you know what I've spotted as well sometimes? Um, some women out on walks and they're wearing really flowery gear, like gear that you'd never wear if you're just heading out for a walk. You know, they've got like full on stuff. It's like they've made the effort. The hair is even done. They're meeting somebody. No. For some outdoor sex. That's what's going on there. Cynical. (laughs) You always think that. Well, I do. You go down. It's like, um, do you remember the couple that were spotted? Was it, what was it? Some beach in the north side. Somebody went up the dunes. Oh, yeah. And somebody was getting it on. Everyone's quite jealous, actually, I think. (laughs) Everyone's like, look at them. There's something about having air around your bits. Ah, stop. Not sand. Not sand around your bits. Yeah, but they were in the dunes. (laughs) Tell them about the man who came to your school and gave you advice. (laughs) Yeah. um, So, because I was in boarding school and on a Sunday evening, they were obviously trying to keep us a bit entertained. So, we used to go down what was called the old lecture room. And it really was. It was a really, really old building with old style, like, lecture seats. And we'd all sit there and we'd be all like, you know, for God's sake, who's going to be in tonight? So um, Stephen Pierce, the potter, Mm. he was brought in. I didn't know anything about him. And um, as far as I remember, he went to Newtown 
as well. So he came in and he was really eccentric and funny and mad and we all just loved him. He was hilarious. And at the very end anyway, and we like really enjoyed the hour, hour and a half chat, I'd say. And he said, now, guys, since I have you all here, if I can give you one bit of advice, especially to those of you 17, 18, heading out into the world. And we were all like, oh, okay, you know, this is a cool guy. Like, what's he going to tell us? And he was like, don't have sex on the beach. Mm. Advice. Yeah. Celeste, stop the flame. If I was playing a song, I would be playing that. Well, listen, funny you should mention it because I have an email here that was sent into Jenny and Ray home at gmail.com. And it said it's from Sinead. And she's so delighted because she's actually just come across the podcast. She used to listen all the time. And she said she's a longtime listener, first time podcaster. And she said any chance that Ray's playlist is available anywhere. The daily song teasers are killing me. So I'll, that's I'll, a good I'll, idea. Yeah, I'll do it for the week at the end. Yeah, tom- which is tomorrow. Yeah, which is no Saturday. Yeah, we're, oh, we're, we're not doing it Saturday. No, we're doing oh, yeah, Saturday tomorrow, and yes. then we'll do our normal ones on Sunday. Okay. Yes, let's yeah. have a production meeting on air. Listen, I've been saying this for the last three years. Yeah, maybe four, mm? and now everybody's saying it. Okay. Vitamin D, ladies and gentlemen, vitamin D. It's available in your supermarkets, and us people who live in the northern hemisphere, northern Europe, who don't get as much sun as other people who live closer to the equator, should be taking vitamin D. You have been banging on about this I'm for years. I'm bored listening to myself. No, the, the reason I was banging on about it was I read this book by Paul Offit and he's a an eminent um, paediatrician in America and he has invented vaccinations. He's written extensively <laughs> on vaccinations. Is he imminent or eminent? He's eminent. Eminent? <laughs> he's going to be here any second. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> He's Come on, Ian Paul. We've been waiting for you. <laughs> well, actually, he is. He's on the line now. Paul Offit. How are you, Paul? Tell them about vitamin D. I'm not talking to you now because you're too thick. <laughs> if he was imminent, what he would say to you is this. What he would say to you is this. He would say um, that all of those things that you pay a lot of money for, um, like vitamin C and multivitamins and all that, they don't really work. They're all hokum. The two bits of advice that he would give and um, this is advice corner, isn't it, with Stephen Pierce and don't have sex on the beach. Yeah. Uh, would be if you're a woman, to take folic acid. Yeah. And if you live in Northern Europe, to take vitamin D. Yeah. Because we are deficient in vitamin D and they know that, the stats. And now they know that it can it can bolster up your immune system when it comes to fighting COVID. But you was all over the news yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Like it was like you'd be mad not to take vitamin D now. You've been told like that's it. That is uh, that is really going to help you. So you should be taking your vitamin D and it's so easy. And I am like the queen of of hating taking tablets. I hate them. But that is the one I do take because you've been telling me to take it for so long. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's vitamin D. Uh, AstraZeneca. Now there's, a, there's a story that, that keeps giving, isn't it? Yeah. So I was looking at the stats and you know how I like stats and I won't do maths on air, don't worry. Uh, but 222 cases of uh, some sort of blood clotting out of three, out of 34 million. Yeah. Which is like, yeah, obviously to the people that it's happened to, horrific, but it is like the, the figures, mm. they don't add up. I don't understand why they're making such a massive big deal out of it. Well, I suppose like no other vaccination in the history of mankind this one has been scrutinised yes. and it's been put under the microscope. Yes, and so particularly they have to AstraZeneca because there was mm. a bit of political 
hoo-ha around it at the beginning because it's seen as a UK vaccine. Mm. And then there was the whole thing about uh, Europe trying to stop vaccinations going from Belgium out of the EU to the UK. You know, so there's just been a, a spotlight on AstraZeneca and it's it's got an awful lot of bad press. I've seen a lot of women pointing out online. Yes, this is brilliant. Go on. About um, the fact that, I don't know what the stats are about the amount of women who take the pill, but the stats are something like one in 1,200 for women who take the pill of the potential for blood clots. Yes. One in 1,200. And nobody, everyone was like, I know it's worth it. Just take girls. Just keep going there. And the minute it's for men and women, it mm. seems, there's a big hoo-ha about it. Now, what does that say to you? Well, it says... and the, Like, the, you'd sound a bit like a conspiracy theorist, but I don't think so. And it, no, it's not... You see, it's not by design. Mm. You know, it's, it's, it's men being in power and not paying attention to women's matters. Yeah. And that's, that's, yeah, but the brilliant thing is that women are waking up to that. Yes. And, and I see it's not good enough. the letters page in the Irish Times about new legislation being introduced around... Uh, period poverty. Okay. And that the the word woman has been excluded from it. Yeah. And it's I read this somewhere recently in a book. It's about inclusion and exclusion. Mm-hmm. And when you're when you're working towards inclusion, you have to be careful that you don't exclude. Right. And I think that's what's happening. It's it's very straightforward. If you're writing a bit of leg- legislation, you can write as many words as you like. Mm. You know, you can include as many labels for people as you like. Yeah, so why take out So you one? shouldn't be reductionist. Re- re- I better be careful words today. Mm. <laughs> but you shouldn't, you, you know, you shouldn't, you should go more instead of less. Isn't it interesting though, what we're hearing again and again, is that it's women who are being removed, as in the word woman yeah. is being removed. Do you it's, know what I'm saying? It actually the doesn't. The word woman is being removed. It doesn't make sense to me. If you think yeah. about, this is all in the name of inclusivity. Yes. That, <laughs> to exclude. I know. Uh, women. And people would say, well, you're not excluding women. But you are. You are. Oh, no, 100% you are. And everybody should be invited to the party. But like you said, you should be given your title, your name. And it's also about respect. It's about kind of saying, hi, we're here now. We're just going to come in. And then women who are, I would suggest, the most welcoming of the sexes, would invite you in for a cup of tea and a glass of wine and an old chat and want to talk to you about it. But again, you see, if women are told, we're not listening to you, we don't want to hear your voice. That's when anger rises. But that's exclusion. And rightly that's, so. But it's not the, 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 the irony of the whole thing. I know. It's about, you're absolutely right. It's yes. about this, This we're being told it's all about inclusivity. You're yes. right, completely. And in fact, they're saying to women, just put up and shut up again. That's Lyra. Oh, you're teasing us now with that. That is brilliant. That's just That's beautiful. the song that uh, rang in the new year. Yeah, it's beautiful, isn't, isn't it? it? It's just amazing. She was up in the Royal Hospital Kilmainham singing that in a beautiful dress. Oh. On a pedestal, as yeah. she should be. She should be on a pedestal. Amazing, Lyra. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's going to that's gonna continue and continue and continue. Uh, I wonder how Laurie Anderson would feel about it. Go on. No, I don't know. I'm just wondering no. how she would. <laughs> 
I thought you, you know, had a story there. You know, this, is, this is related. I'll just say that to you today. Go on. Tell us more. <laughs> this is related. This is related, actually. Mm. Because, you know, it's Easter time and uh, all the teachers' conferences are on. Oh, yeah. Now, the main, story, the main story is mm-hmm. the vaccination and yeah. the fact that they were bumped down the list when they had been bumped up the list. We're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the fact that um, one of the delegates made a speech yesterday about the number of uh, LGBT plus teachers. And they reckon that 4,000 teachers haven't come out I know. in their school community. They're still terrified. And that is that is horrific. Outrageous. <laughs> and I'm just looking, by coincidence, in The Guardian, there's a story about a guy called Ted Brown, who back in 1971 um, uh, organised the first Pride Parade, mm. Gay Pride Parade. Uh, and it, that's, it'll be 50 years next year. Wow. I saw a picture of him, big smiley face. Yeah, big, yeah he's 71 now. <laughs> um and, and, you know, things have been changing. We like it's all trotted out and it's very important that we're reminded that it was a um, it was a criminal act to engage in homosexual uh, behaviour up until 1993. 1993. I know. Like that is such a short time ago. Yeah. But we've like jumped ahead. We're such a pro- we're seen anyway as such a progressive country. I would like to, though, point out the fact that the majority of the schools are run by who? The Catholic, Catholic Church. Church. No, up until up until very recently, the Catholic Church uh, have come out against homosexual relationships in that they said they wouldn't bless them. Yeah. Now we had Father Brian Darcy on. He says he can bless a submarine. Yeah, he's a lovely man, but he can't bless a same-sex couple I who know, love each other. I know. Like pff, that's ridiculous. I know. And and the other thing is if. 4,000 people are uh, concealing their sexuality, which is horrible. Living a lie in their workplace, that's really bad for your mental health. Mm. Uh, uh, They don't mention, since we're talking about the Catholic Church, the number of people who have to teach the Catholic religion. Yes. And yet don't believe in it themselves. Yeah, well, that, I've, I've had conversations yes, with teachers. Yes, we, we used to get emails in, numerous emails yeah, in. But no, but I personally yes. have had a conversation with a teacher in a school who they don't, do not believe the teachings that they are teaching the kids, but they have to do it. Your dad would have said, just get on with it. Well, he wouldn't have said it like that. He would have said it in his Westmead accent. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's my dad's 10th anniversary today. I get wobbly voice even when I say that. So... 10 years, it is hard to believe. I know everyone says that, oh, hard to believe. And I suppose I look to Tom for that, who is eight and a half. And the thing he says to me the most is, I wish I'd met Dado. Now, it's probably because I've completely upped Lionized dad him. oh yeah. completely. And also I told him that he used to arrive up in the house with a plastic bag full of sweets and jellies because his favourite things were jellies and 99 ice creams. So I said today, that's what we're going to do in order to celebrate dad's life and his time here on the earth, 66 years, we're going to go up to Ed's and we're going to get a massive big 99 and we're going to stick jellies all over it. Brilliant. Bring me sunshine in your smile. Uh, And you quote the lyrics from that song every year. In the little notice in the Irish Times. In the Irish Times, yeah. Always have to put it in there every year. Yeah. He loved that song, did he? Loved that song. Yeah, he did. It's a brilliant song. Yeah, well, Morkman Wise, it was one of those programmes that as a family you'd all sit around to watch. And uh, I think it was just the boldness, the naughtiness. He was attracted to naughtiness. (laughs) If there was any bit of boldness to be had out there, he was in there. Or at least he'd push somebody in front of him and see what would happen. (laughs) (laughs) 
And then you go, sing that song. Tell yeah. them that story. Yeah, Tell yeah. them that joke. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he had, a, he had a sort of, he surrounded himself with a group of jesters. That was it completely. Yeah, he'd always say that he was like pretty bad at telling a joke. Yeah, he was. He was pretty bad. But the people around him were brilliant. And so it was nothing better than sitting around up in the galloping green yeah. and saying, go on doors. Go on, you tell <laughs> that one. Now, come on. He was the ringmaster. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of television programs that the whole family can watch, we've discovered one. This is my house. Yeah. Now we've talked about this. Yes, we have. We have talked Stacey about Dooley. this. And I even put it up um, on Twitter there, I think, I don't know, a couple of days ago. I said, it's the best thing on TV. Fact. But it actually is. We had from eight-year-old Tom to 56-year-old Raymond, along with Kate and Jennifer in the middle and all <laughs> screaming, laughing at the yeah. TV. And the really funny thing is Tom came in at the beginning. I don't want to watch this. And I said, give it just five minutes. Just give it five minutes to see and within two minutes, he was hooked yeah. and just roaring laughing. It was hilarious. It's just such a stupid, ridiculously funny programme. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, BBC nine o'clock. Of a Wednesday. Of a Wednesday, sorry. Yeah, of a Wednesday. Yeah, it was, it was, it's very entertaining. Yeah. Stacey Dooley's great. She didn't have too much makeup on her face. She now. didn't actually. She somebody didn't, was she somebody <laughs> said, Ray Darcy was talking about you now. No, they're all done. So they, they can't change anything now. Yeah, yeah. They're all in the can, as they say, in the business. In the can. Um, we want to mention that next uh, Wednesday, the 14th of April, in the Abbey Theatre, Declan O'Rourke is launching his new album, Arrivals. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be live streamed. So go to his website or go to the Abbey's website and, you know, find out how you can watch that. Oh, yeah, definitely tune into that. Love, Declan. Produced by... Paul Weller. Yes. Yeah, amazing. They seem to have got on really well. You know, back in the day... Mm-hmm. Um, Galileo It's also connected as well because gorgeous Declan sang that song at my dad's funeral. Yes, and our wedding. And our wedding. But when Paul Weller heard that song, Mm. he obviously registered it and he was asked by an interviewer, is there a song out there that he wished he'd written? He'd wrote, yeah. And he mentioned Galileo. Galileo. So there's a mutual respect um, between the two of them. And we we spoke to Declan about it and they got on really well. Declan had sort of self-produced for a long time. Yeah. I think he said he was scared of kind of letting anybody else in, but this yeah. was a really good experience for him. That's the intro from The Harbour from Arrivals. Yeah, it's a beautiful one as well as Declan that Rourke, the other day. His, um, his guitar playing is just... Exemplary. Just everything about him. He's just beautiful. <laughs> they're putting up, I didn't have time to get a recording of this, but they're planning on putting up loudspeakers in public areas in Dublin to discourage, prevent, um, advise people not to leave their dog poo around. Oh, so they're starting with Sandymount Park and Clontarf Park. Yeah. Or some, is there a park in Clontarf? That may, may not be the name of it. St. Anne's, is it? Could, no, it didn't, it didn't say that's Rohini. That's, um, yeah, anyway, but so I, I don't know if one. it's going to be, you know, that there's some guy with a camera. <laughs> go, Saw that. You, you, in the red, pick up that shite. That's a messy one. It's going to be a difficult one. Use two bags, I suggest. And then make sure you wash your hands. Wash your hands. You should get you out. To do it. Wash your hands. <laughs> It'd be brave if it was that, wouldn't it? 
know, do you know the bane of my life is is the person who picks up the poo and then you'll see this around UCD sometimes and then they tie it to the railing. Yeah. The bag to mm. the railing. Like Maybe you'd be, you're better off leaving it on the ground because it would be just biodegradable. It'll just do whatever dog poo does. But wrapping it up in a piece of plastic and tying it to a railing is just gross. In their defense. Okay. Have you done this? I have. Oh! No, but hold on. Hold on. No, I haven't finished. I haven't okay. finished. Okay. If I was doing a route. Okay. And the dog poo happened early on. Yes. Say in a four mile run. Okay. You don't want to be carrying. I know, I've done that. A, a bag of shat for yeah. four miles. I've so placed it, up, it. Yes. And then I come back and collect it. Yeah. In their defence, what I was going to say is. Okay. Maybe sometimes they forget, which yeah. is very possible. Yes. Yes. Okay. Which Fair is very enough. possible. Yeah. You've been very kind. No, I'm not. I'm, not, I'm just understanding. I'm I, just lo- I love when you see, and I've done this as well. I love when you see that the dog has kind of wandered off into more, let's say, of a woodland area. Yeah. You know, very biodegradable things going on there. God knows. And you kind of just stand slightly with your back to the dog. Well, no. in there. Like he's doing a poo. Like yes. God knows. It's like every, it's every animal's going in there doing its thing. Not in a path. I would never leave it on a path. Never. No, I'd never leave it on the path. No. Remember one of the first questions we got in on Fix It Friday all those years ago? Mm. And we leave you on this one. Why don't you see white dog poo anymore? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. Think about that. Think about that till tomorrow. Uh, send us emails, jennyandrayhome at gmail.com. I've got a good few here to go through, but I'll keep them now till tomorrow. Have a good Thursday. Yep. See ya. Talk to you tomorrow. You're listening to Jenny and Ray at Home. There's loads of music today.